Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a RAIN company. I'm Emily Donahue, in for Fred Burton. In this episode, we're talking about reopening the global economy. And our global security analyst, Ben West, has been leading Stratfor's guidance on this. Ben, welcome. Hi, thank you, Emily. So uh, let's just jump right in. How is the reopening process going around the world? In short, uh, muddled. Uh, if the shutdown process in March and April seem chaotic and disorganized, the reopening process will be even more jumbled. Uh, countries around the world, uh, on the national level, state and local level, are all pursuing the reopening process at, at different speeds on different timelines and, and taking different approaches. Uh, federalized countries like the United States and Brazil are, are seeing tensions arise, actually, between uh, the federal and, and state and local levels uh, surrounding this reopening, debate over how to reopen the economy. Uh, and this is just leading to a highly fractionalized reopening process that makes for a really a complicated environment for companies that operate in multiple locations around the world. They can't necessarily develop one plan and go ahead with that. They, they have to devise dozens of plans and, and customize based on their localities. What kind of reopening timelines are authorities working on? Well, based on our, our survey of around 60 countries and, and, and states and provinces, 40 days is about the average shutdown period. So uh, most... What you're describing is certainly true of the United States, of course, but uh, what kind of reopening timelines are authorities working on? Well, around the globe, uh, based on our survey of around 60 countries, uh, the average shutdown period is about 40 days. So considering that, that most countries went into lockdown uh, in March, um, we're seeing countries now emerge uh, throughout the course of May and June. Um, however, this is going to be a, a long process, stretching over months, potentially in some cases even into next year, as countries take a kind of a two steps forward, one step back approach. Uh, we're seeing just a variety of approaches to, to reopening timelines. Some, uh, like Texas, are taking a more preset uh, approach where they're, they're reopening uh, based on a set timeline. Uh, other states, uh, New York State, for example, is, is doing a conditional reopening where they only reopen uh, when certain metrics are met. And other countries like Brazil are taking ad hoc where it's, it's just um, you know, each city, each state is, is doing uh, their own thing. They're not necessarily announcing reopenings ahead of time. It's just when the time is right, uh, they're, they're reopening. Well, uh, a sort of follow up on that question, you mentioned um, preset opening times in Texas um, and ad hoc reopenings in Brazil. But I'm wondering in the United States specifically, um, are states individually allowed or cities and municipalities allowed to set their own timelines? Um, in the case of Texas, say Austin, is it allowed to set its own time for reopening that may conflict with the states? Exactly. And that's that's one of those dynamics in all of this that makes it more confusing is that uh, we have both you know, at least four different levels. You have national uh, reopening guidelines, state or provincial uh, guidelines, and then you get down to the county, city, local level guidelines where you know these these reopening processes and, and regulations could vary by county, even by by city. And then and then on even lower level than that is we're seeing individual companies, you know, retail outlets, stores, offices having their own reopening timeline as well and and maybe having different conditions for opening and and different requirements for for shoppers or patrons to or or office workers to return to work. 
So what types of activities are authorities, what are they relaxing? So, yeah, again, based on our survey, um, most countries are starting with, uh, with non-essential commercial activity, such as, as shops, retail outlets, some offices, uh, but they're coming with, with strings attached. Uh, usually they're having to go on, um, you know, have lower uh, occupancy rates, as low as 25% occupancy levels, uh, having to take additional health safety measures like, like requiring people to wear masks, keep six feet apart. Um, Israel and Denmark have, have gone a slightly different route. They started with schools. Uh, reopening schools, you know, acknowledging that that a lot of workers just simply can't go back to work until their children have some sort of daytime activity. And then finally, I think one of the the last things that will will be relaxed are the international travel restrictions. And what we're seeing is that the countries with similar policies and similar rates of COVID nineteen are are kind of working together to allow travel between each other before opening up to the broader world. Have we seen authorities delay or reverse any reopening timelines? I mean, have we seen them stop and then go back? Yes. Two notable examples are China and South Korea. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, they've re-implemented localized restrictions after some isolated outbreaks uh, in China. There were some outbreaks in Jilin province, so authorities re-implemented restrictions, same in, for, for districts of, of, the, of the capital of South Korea, Seoul. Um, and I think this is going to be a, a part of the reopening process. Again, two steps forward, one step back. As we see localized outbreaks, we're going to see partial reversals of those relaxation policies. Saudi Arabia is one of the first countries to have a planned restriction re-implementation around May 23rd, which is the end of Ramadan. They've announced that they're going to, to enforce, uh, have, have, have stricter enforcement of social distancing policies uh, basically to prevent people from, from getting together and celebrating during the end of Ramadan. Wow, that's a lot to think about, Ben. Thank you so much for that great insight. Thank you, Emily. Ben West is a global security analyst with Stratfor, a rain company. Stratfor and rain provide reliable and actionable intelligence for businesses and individuals. Podcast listeners can get a special offer at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.